Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Welcome you all once again 
to another edition of Teaching the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. Our God is good today. We reverence Him. We give Him glory. We give Him the honor. We give Him the praise. This is the day our Lord has made. We ought to rejoice and be glad. God bless you, children of God. We want to greet each of you once again in the mighty, the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our strength and our redeemer, our very present help in times of trouble. We give God praise again for allowing us the privilege to be able to worship the true and living God one more time in spirit and in truth. We thank God for who he is and all the wonderful things that he is doing to us, through us, and for us. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic, how you treat the kingdom is eventually how you will be treated. How you treat the kingdom. See, You know, the kingdom of God is made up of many different components. Talk about the kingdom of God. You know, you've got you've got God's people, which is the body of Christ. You've got the word of God. You've got the wisdom of God. You've got the the plan of God, the purpose of God. It's so so many things. Uh, uh, the kingdom of God is made up. So, you know, you got to understand that, that when you reject the kingdom of God, you're rejecting a whole lot of, you, you're rejecting basically all of what God is about. You, you're basically rejecting the essence of God. The kingdom of God, you know, there's in the kingdom of God, there's the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. In the kingdom of God, there are the gifts of the spirit, you know, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, gifts of hell. Uh, all, all of this is, you know, just like your car. You know, even though your car is a entity in and of itself, it is made up of so many different parts. Well, the kingdom of God is made up of what? Many different parts. Praise God. We looked at capital A. This is why God told us to, to seek the kingdom first. Matthew 6.33, Galatians 1.13, capital B. Now, just like your car can be taken. Mess around. Don't make the payments like you're supposed to. Mess around and don't 
don't do the things that you are supposed to, your vehicle or your car can be taken. Well, same thing with the kingdom of God. Remember, it can be taken. Matthew 21, 43, Mark 10 and 15. And it brought us on down to capital C in our outline. Uh, treat the kingdom like it cannot be shaken. Treat the kingdom like it cannot be shaken. All right, now we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 12 with a special focus on verse 28. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. Once again, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 from the New International Version. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. Capital C, what? Treat the kingdom like it cannot be shaken. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, again, we thank you, Father, for allowing us to see this beautiful day. We thank you, Father, for the rains that are coming down from the heavens. You've told us in your word that they will not return to the heavens until they have accomplished the purpose in which they were sent. May your word do the same in our life today, Father. May your word not return to you void, but everyone under the sound of my voice, everyone that you have destined to hear the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, may they be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our God, our strength and our redeemer, and may lives be changed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let your word do what it is destined to do in the lives of your people. Edify those that are meant to be edified. Encourage those that are meant to be encouraged. Rebuke those that are meant to be rebuked. Correct those that are meant to be corrected. That your name, Father, which is above all other names, may be glorified, honored, and praised. We trust, Father, that you are going to do these things for us. We ask once again for you to forgive us of our sins and iniquities, which we have all grievously committed against you in one way or another. Do these things for us, Father, and we will forever give your name all glory, all honor, all praise. These and all other blessings we ask and count done in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Let God's people say amen. Treat the kingdom like it cannot be what? Shaken. Now, what do we just finish saying? That, that the kingdom is made up of what? Parts. Just like your car is made up of parts. Just like your house is made up of parts. This is why, you know, uh, uh, I, I thank God for uh, Brother Greg. This brother, Brother Greg, if you're listening to this, Lord bless you. Uh, he is our carpenter slash little bit of electrician slash little bit of plumber slash little bit of uh, uh, groundskeeper. In other words, this brother 
can do a whole lot of things to different parts of the house or different parts of the church. Very, very valuable brother. Why? Because he can fix a whole lot of stuff. Well, understand, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you have individuals like that. Now, he's, he's doing that in the natural. He, man, the other day we got him, went up on the roof, put some uh, shingles on the church. Uh, he's come in to some of the rental properties and, and put uh, a shower board up in the shower. He has fixed holes in the wall. He has, oh, this brother, this brother can do some of whatever needs to be done to the house. And since a house is made up of so many different parts, there are a lot of things that need to be done. Well, so it is in the body of Christ. Because the kingdom of God is made up of so many different what? Parts. There's a lot of stuff that need to be done. Jesus said it like this. The harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. Well, what was the Lord saying? The Lord said, look, there's a whole lot of work that needs to be done. Now, what you and I are going to be judged on is did we do the works? that God created and prepared in advance for us to do. You have been created to work in the natural and in the kingdom. The kingdom of God is not a place for lazy people. A, a, a job is not a place for lazy people. That's why a whole lot of time lazy people get fired from their natural job because they didn't, put, they didn't hire you on that job to be sleeping. Unless it's a sleep test, they hired you on that job to be working. Well, God saved you he saved me in order to work treat the kingdom like it cannot be shaken now what are we talking about here since these parts of the kingdom that we, we just finished talking about how the word of god the character of god the fruit of the spirit all of these things cannot be shaken out there in other words, whether you believe the word of God or not, the, the word of God is still true. Whether you believe there's a hell or not, hell, there's still a hell. Whether you believe that, that God is, 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 is too loving to send anybody to hell, he's, gonna, he's loving and he's going to send a whole lot of folk to hell. So the kingdom cannot be shaken. And see, this is, this is something that, that human nature doesn't like. You need to understand the carnal mind does not like the concept of absolute rule and absolute truth. And I, human nature doesn't like that. You know, human nature likes to try to kick against that because there are some who think that absolute power corrupts. Well, God is God is absolutely in control. He's absolutely all powerful. And God said, Robert, there's nothing corrupt about me. You know, many of us, especially here in America and in the Western part of the world, we like the dem democracy. We like the idea of democracy, you know, vote, take a vote. You know, what does the majority think? Well, see, God is not a Democrat. God is not. God is. <laughs> you, 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 God said, Robert, tell my people I'm not seeking their vote. You got Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump who are running for president. They trying to get your vote. They trying to get electoral college vote. So they doing and saying most anything they can get away with in order with the end game being so they can get your vote. God said, I'm not a politician like that. God said, I am I am already in charge. I don't need anybody's vote. I don't need anybody's support. I don't need any electoral Congress vote. God said, uh-uh. See, 
to God, you need to understand, children of God, that we are a part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Democrats, they can be shaken. Republicans can be shaken. Up until recently, a lot of the Republicans didn't even want to support Donald Trump, their own candidate. Right, the party, hey, that's man-made stuff. That stuff can be shaken. But the kingdom of God, what? It cannot be shaken. The word of God is not going to be shaken. The body of Christ is not going to be shaken. The church is not going to be shaken. Watch this. With you or without you. You better understand, I don't understand my voice. The church is, is for your benefit. The church is for your benefit. You don't think you're doing God no favor. God's still going to be God with or without you, but you're not going to be saved without Christ. Guarantee you that. God is still going to be God with or without you, with or without me. But I guarantee you this, you won't be saved without Christ. I guarantee you that. So we need him. It's not that God need us. We need what? God. We see here in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 14 on down through 29, warnings against refusing God. Warnings against refusing the kingdom. Warnings. Anytime you read a warning, you, anytime there's a warning, that means some bad stuff will happen if you, don't, if you don't do this just right. Oh, you go buy a new toaster, they'll be like, warning, don't get this thing wet and be trying to plug it up. Or you get, go buy, a, you know, get some gasoline or that warning. You go to the to the gas pump to get some gas put in your car. Right there on the on the uh, right there on the gas pump, they got a warning. They be telling you, you know, turn your car off. A spark can ignite it. To turn your cell phone off. Warnings. It's it's important to pay attention to warnings. In the natural, they can save your life. In the spiritual, they can save your eternal life. Let me say that again. Warnings in the natural can save your what? Your life, warnings in the spiritual, can save your eternal life. God gives us warnings in Hebrews chapter 12 against refusing God. Go back to verse 25, and we're going to come on down and see what the Lord has for us. Apostle Paul writes, see to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. Now, that's a command going out to every one of us. That's a command. Listen, that's your responsibility there. That's not pastor's responsibility for you. That's not your mama's responsibility for you. That's not your daddy's responsibility for you. You better understand that you better see to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. Now, they're talking about God. You better see to it. Now, now you can a whole lot of folk you can refuse in this world, and a whole lot of folk you can uh, disagree with and come against. Uh, but see to it that you do not refuse Him who speaks. See to it that you do not refuse God. Watch this. If they did not escape when they refused Him who warned them on earth, how much less? Will we, if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? The individuals didn't escape the prophets when they, when they were on earth, when they were speaking for God. Individuals tried to refuse. I don't want to believe you, Jeremiah. I don't want to believe you, Isaiah. I don't want to believe. They couldn't escape when prophets warned them. How do you think you're going to escape when God Himself is talking? God was speaking through prophets. Now 
God is speaking directly. If you you can't escape when God's talking. Yes, yeah, some of y'all out there, you try to run, you try to hide. It's, it's you know, it's almost the cutest little thing. It's really crazy. It's about like it's like it's like something it's something like something little bitty small children do. A lot of you all out there as, as adults don't even don't even realize how you behave a lot like little bitty children. Little bitty children, you know, they 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 if they got they into something that they don't want parents to know about, they'll go maybe close their door, they or be somewhere hiding and, and peeping out. Because they don't want, you know, they don't want everybody to know. They don't want parents to know. They want to kind of be. And that's how some of that's how some that's how Nicodemus did with Christianity. That's how Nicodemus did with the kingdom. You know, that's how Nicodemus did with Jesus. That's why he wanted to go see Jesus at night. You know, he didn't want to he didn't want to openly identify with the Christian movement, even though he knew in his heart it was right. He knew. Lord told me it's a lot of Nicodemuses in this generation. But bottom line is this. You're not going to escape. Whether you're trying to be like Nicodemus, trying to be like a small child, or we're not going to escape. If we turn away from him who warns us from heaven. At that time, his voice shook the earth. But now he has promised once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken. That is created things. All right. So understand that created things can be shaken. All oh, you out there, you act like a tough guy. You act like you don't scared of nothing. We scared of something. Yes, we are. We're created. We are created things. Now, that which is is not created, the Holy Spirit is not created. That is the that is the essence of God. That can't be shaken. Stuff that we can see, all of this stuff that we can see, trees and houses. That's why earthquakes shake people up so much. Because what's happening is that what we can what we can see is being shaken. That's in the natural, and it's it, the earthquake is a very very scary thing. Because, you know, we, what we can see, the ground, we normally think of the ground as being pretty secure. And the ground is being pretty stable. God be like, nah, I can shake that stuff. I can shake that stuff. God can shake up the ground. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain the kingdom of God. This is why God does not want our put us to put our trust in what can be seen, because everything that can be seen can be shaken. But what cannot be seen, which is the kingdom of God, the presence of God, the, the angels and the and the listen, that, that cannot be shaken. The new Jerusalem, the holy city, this cannot be shaken. You say, Apostle, what you driving now? See, they can come, they can come, you know, we still owe money to the bank around here. Now the Christian Center, the church is paid for. But the living quarters is not. They can come around here and put us out of here. They can put us out. Take this, take this, this stuff here. Why? Because we still owe money. But the, the room that my heavenly father has prepared for, for me and for you as well, child of God, they can't come and put you out of that. Man can't come and put you out of that. That cannot be what? Shaken. So God wants us to put our faith, you know, that little job you got out there, they can fire you from that job. That little 
pension that you're receiving from your from your from your company. They can stop. They can send you some papers in the mail and tell you you will not be receiving any more pension. All this stuff that we can see, all of this stuff, you know, it can be shaken. That little TV that you love to watch, somebody can come in and take that. That's why the Bible talks about us not putting our treasure in 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 the stuff that we can see or in this stuff where moths can get in and and rust can get it but to put your faith and your trust in the kingdom that cannot be shaken in the kingdom that cannot be robbed in the kingdom that will not fail we're talking about the kingdom of god treat it like it's a kingdom that cannot be shaken don't let anybody shake your faith hold up no wait no 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 i don't care what happened you can't shake my faith that needs to be our mentality the kingdom cannot be shaken. And, and whatever the components are, whatever the parts thereof that are part of the kingdom, don't let them be shaken either. Faith is a part of the kingdom. Don't let your love be shaken. Love is a part of the kingdom. Don't let your joy be shaken. The Bible tells us that the joy of the Lord, what? Is our strength. Don't let your joy be shaken. So since the kingdom of God cannot be shaken, treat it like that. Treat it like that. Your love for God, that's a part of the kingdom. Uh-uh, that can't be shaken. You know, a lot of things can be shaken. A lot of things. We understand that. But the kingdom, we are, we are members of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Treat it like that. Treat it like that. You know, you got to treat things like what they are. A dangerous dog... You need to treat him like that. You don't need to have a pit bull or a rock wilder just running through the community, running through the neighborhood. You need to treat him like what he is, a, a, a dangerous dog. A poisonous snake, you need to treat him like what he is. You don't treat no poisonous snake like he's an earthworm. A wolf in sheep clothing, you treat him like what he is. Don't treat, don't treat him based on his clothing. Treat him based on his character. That's why it talks about a wolf in sheep clothing, because what he is, is a wolf. John the Baptist, when the religious leaders of his day would come out to listen to him, first thing he, he called them snakes and vipers. He didn't treat them like they was religious leaders. He didn't treat them like they was uh, what they were pretending to be. He treated them like what they were. Jesus called them a brood of vipers. He didn't treat the Pharisees like they were something special, like they were something, or the Sadducees like they were something special. Or the, he called them brood of vipers, snakes, bunch of snakes. Treated them like what they were, hypocrites. You would be, listen, God is splashing in my spirit. God said you would be crazy to go to, name a doctor on TV. Somebody play a doctor on a TV show. Dr. McDreamy. What was the name of that show? Um, some show with that Dr. McDreamy or something. He, some character that was playing a, 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 a doctor. You would be crazy if you went, you got real, real sick, and you went to the character that's playing Dr. McDreamy to try to get yourself, get yourself healed. You would be crazy. Why? Because he's not a real doctor. He's just pretending to be one on TV. So you got to treat him like what he is, not what he's pretending to be. He's, a, he's an actor. He's a Hollywood actor, not a real doctor. 
Now, if you're not careful, because I remember years ago, my father told me about, you know, sometimes, you know, people, those people were so involved in the soap operas and different things. And they would, I mean, they would almost be setting that stuff as reality. Sometimes some of those actors would, would get attacked. You know, people walk up to him in the street and slap him. How dare you treat Cynthia that way? She's a good woman. And he's he's an actor on TV mistreating another actor on TV. But somebody has taken that thing to 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 the extreme as, as if it was real. You, something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you out there on the sound of my voice. You want to treat a false prophet like he's a real one. Something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you out there if you want to treat a good son like he's a bad one. Something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you out there if you want to treat a good pastor like he's a bad one. A good wife like she's a bad one. Something is wrong with you. Treat people as what they are. Something is wrong with you out there under the sound of my voice. You saved as a child of God. You want to treat your unsaved as if they say something is wrong with you. Something is wrong with you if you want to treat the kingdom that can be shaken as if it is the kingdom that cannot be shaken. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, remember that the kingdom that that God has for us is a kingdom that we are receiving. It's, it's a process. It's a process. It's almost like you and I are growing into what God has for us. Sometimes when I was a young man, I, because I was growing very, very fast, sometimes my father would get me clothing that would be two or three sizes too big. Because even though it didn't fit me today, in three months it'd be fitting me just fine. Why? Because I was growing so fast. Well, understand, children of God, we are growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're growing into this perfect kingdom that God has for us. And since it cannot be shaken, Scripture says, let us be thankful. One of the first things that you and I need to offer up to God because of this kingdom that cannot be shaken is thanks. Is thanks. Lord, we want to thank you for having us a part of. We want to thank you for allowing us to be members of. We want to thank you for having an inheritance of this kingdom that cannot be shaken. So let us worship God acceptably. See, when you're thankful, you, when you're really and sincerely thankful, you can worship God acceptably with reverence or the proper respect and awe. See, if you're not in awe of God, something is very, very wrong with you. You need to have your eyes open. You, we, we're supposed to be in awe. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. We need to be, we need to be in awe of him. You don't just come in front of the Lord or come before the Lord any kind of way. For our, watch this. Look at verse 29. Some, remember, our God is a consuming fire. And everything that is not right, he's going to burn it up. Now, you can get on the side of righteousness and save yourself if you want to. Or you can try to stay on, on the side of the people and places and things that's going to get burned up. 
Our God is a consuming fire. Now, in the natural, you've got sense enough, I hope, if your house is on fire, to try to get out of your house and get to a place that is not on fire. My prayer is that you'll do the same thing in the spiritual. God bless you. Heaven smile on you. Saints, you can reach us through email at thechristensternchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 6 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444 and try D17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Serum Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.